0: At it, of shot, off the post, rebound, score! Paul Conner follows the puck off the iron, puts it into the goal! Live
1: from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at LVSportsNetwork.com.
0: Broken up from behind, intended for
1: Milano, two on one for Vegas,
0: Marcheseau on the left, with well, Smith, got it to him, he scores! Nicholas White
1: is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
0: Broadcasting live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, home of the... Whee! That a boy, you got to caught off guard a little bit there, but you jumped right back into it, flipped on that mic, you're ready to go. That's a great job, Chris Chapman. Out of the gate, as we bring you the VGK Insider Show, two hours of hockey talk coming your way. It is your opening segment being Monday, 702-876-1340. Dial it up, Mike, and then everybody else that wants to get in on the conversation. Was it the biggest win of the year? The Saturday date against the Edmonton Oilers. Factor in everything. I think it was the best game of the season for the Vegas School of the Knights. Uh, You got the victory. You got the big performances. You got a little history thrown into it. And you have the retention of first place. Uh, That's my challenge to you. And I also have a secondary question coming your way. We've got the uh, NCAA Final Four in men's basketball. And it is terrible. It's awful. We've got San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, good football school, and UConn. UConn's the only team that's been there before. And as much as I love Cinderella, uh, Cinderella needs to go to the Final Four by herself. She doesn't need her two trashy sisters with her, right? Yeah, like w- More than one Cinderella waters it down. And and then it just it takes away the stars from earlier this season, the average basketball fan, not watching it. Because the big teams aren't there. The big dogs aren't there. What's your version of hockey's Final Four than what we're seeing from the NCAA right now? Give me your worst possible Final Four. and But it's, it's got to be realistic. And I'll give you the options of 10 teams, the top 10 teams in each conference. All right? So you, you can't take Columbus and Anaheim. They're out. But I'm curious what would... because. Chapman and I did this exercise before. I usually try uh, things out on Chapman before we come to air. He's my uh, my mouse lab rat. Yeah, <laughs> my, my lab mouse. I was going to call you a rat. That's disrespectful. Well, one, one of the
2: teams we mentioned has, has a uh, well. One of the teams we we mentioned has a, a certain uh, affinity for rats. So.
0: Well, it's, you were talking about the Panthers. I know, I know. All right, uh, so give me give me your, your version, if you want, if you want to climb into this. Uh, we've also got Darren Elliott's going to stop by in just a little bit as the Vegas Golden Knights make a little goaltending history in the National Hockey League. Uh, he'll stop by and you'll hear from Bruce Cassidy, his morning availability. Oh, what lies ahead as the Golden Knights prepare for the back end of the home and home with the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow? And then... The Thursday game could be really interesting against San Jose with all kinds of pitfalls uh, laid out there. Now Let's go to the phones, though. 702-876-1340. Right out of the gate, it is Stephanie. Stephanie, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. Hey, Darren. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Ryan's not here today, so uh, we get a lot of time to talk. And uh, there's been a request in that Chapman get to talk more today. I'll expand on that in just a little bit, but that uh, that submission has been made. We'll see how it goes on the early going.
3: Well, I think my track record would say I'm, I'm usually pretty pretty pro-Chapman when mm-hmm. he's not in the doghouse, and he's not in the doghouse right now, so I'd no. love to hear some okay. from Chapman. Well, week.
0: we'll put you down as a check mark as a yes. Uh, what's happening today, Stephanie?
3: <laughs> oh, um, not a whole lot. Just uh, happy that uh, we came back with six full points from that road trip, um, and... You know, can't, can't be complaining about that. Um, situation we're in, only need to win one or two more games or specific other teams lose one or two more games and locked into the playoffs. It's a good place to be, um, especially looking back at a year ago today.
0: You're right about that. Uh, very different feeling than what happened a one year ago today. Uh, was it the best game of the year, the most significant win of the year on Saturday?
3: Uh, You know, what's funny is I actually said on the post-game show that the Edmonton game was a a real statement win, Um, especially going into it, knowing that they had just seen Logan Thompson pull himself from a game. Uh, We lost Riley Smith uh, in that game, and then also uh, Martinez being out. Um, That Going into that game, playing against uh, Edmonton and McJesus could have easily been a game that people could have said, like, yeah, you know what, they lost it, it happens, and we could write it off. But they didn't. They went in and got a lead, what, like a minute into the game and never, uh, never trailed. Um, every time the Edmonton pushed back and got a goal, they were able to push right back and say uh, goals and, and go back up. And thankfully, uh, when it went into overtime, they, it was their turn for a goal next and, and put the little exclamation point on the road trip.
0: Now, what do you expect? What's your follow up to that?
3: More wins then. I I think that uh, this game tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be at it. So I'm pretty excited. I hope it's an exciting game. But uh, I I, honestly, I feel like it'll probably be much of the same as Saturday. I think it's going to be a very hard fought game where both teams are are really fighting and, uh, you know, moving forward, I don't think that the Knights are going to just slowly coast into the playoffs. I think they're going to fight for every point that is available and, keep it up, and just be ready to go once the playoffs kick in.
0: 98 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights coming off their 46th victory. Thanks, Stephanie. Appreciate it. I love the use of the word statement, statement win, statement performance, statement to the Western Conference, statement to the National Hockey League, everybody else watching around, knowing that this team is on a roll right now, 8-2 and two in their last 10, and sweeping that three-game road trip. Back to the phone lines. we got a line open after Stephanie's call. Uh, let's go to Terry on line four. Welcome to the VGK Insider Show, Terry.
1: Thank you, Darren. Uh, just my annual call, gentlemen, to say uh, thanks for the great coverage. Uh, I hope everyone realizes that uh, we're pretty lucky that the entertainment the Golden Knights give the people here in the Valley, it's a good team, and you all, you all present it well. I like the afternoon show. I like the half hour uh, TV sh- uh, pregame show on the television coverage, and then the TV crew as well. And uh, boy, the other night, it's just me at home that that brought me out of my seat as soon as that second Oiler went to those boards. You knew somebody was going to be open if that puck came out and uh, right in front of the net and in, and that was great. So uh, uh, one. One incredible uh, regular season game still to go against the Kings. I, I can't believe the rate they keep winning games at. I just, I guess I'm just not, I focus so much on the Knights. I guess I don't understand how the Kings have played so well this year. But if you imagine that might be a Golden Knights with Jonathan Quick in the net against the LA Kings, that's going to be a hot potato, I would think, uh, when that game comes around. But, um, just thanks again for the coverage. I enjoy the TV. I even like listening to hockey on the radio if I'm driving in the car. So uh, appreciate it. I, I think uh, tomorrow night is tomorrow night. ESPN game. Is that true? You're right. Oh boy, that so the ratings go. ESPN the lowest rated TV coverage. Uh, TNT is it TNTs? The other one, not bad. I would rather have local coverage, but I guess I'll be able to suffer through it. If I get angry at him, I'll just turn the radio on. I suppose.
0: Hey, That's Terry, it for me. Terry, I got two questions for you before you go. Uh, you mentioned the overtime situation, and you saw two Oilers go to the boards. Are you that in tune with the game? Because a lot of people simply watch the puck, they're not watching the whole thing. I was like that about football for the longest time. Uh, I couldn't watch uh, the entire play because I didn't understand it enough. And then Coach Mike Davis from the Vegas Nighthawks taught me about uh, watching more than just just the ball. It sounds like you are uh, a big-picture viewer of the game.
1: Well, you know, I enjoy the positioning aspect of it, and, uh, you know, I'm not really a hockey guy, but I've watched almost every night's game for six years is my hockey experience, I guess. But, um, like, for example, when uh, in the Gerard Gallant days, I think he used to didn't have rules for like how many players could go below the goal line and sometimes that puck then would come out and guess what there's going to be two opponents right in front of the net with zero or one to guard him so so you know I guess sometimes I sh- I think I see a play coming when there's too many people near the puck or too many people below the goal line for either team like you know if the puck comes out somebody's open or there's a mismatch coming I think so that that seemed like the flaw of the Oilers was too many guys che- they they wanted to get that puck so bad and give it to McDavid
0: well, they were tired, too. They were on an lost. extended shift uh, on, on that play as well. They were, they were melded into the ice almost. They, they couldn't move. And when you get physically tired, you get mentally tired. And Kane uh, made a mental mistake on that. On the television side, you have to pick. Who's your favorite?
1: Oh, uh, Dave, strong announcer. I know. I mean, he's a strong presence. But the whole team is a good team. And... I just get used so I know right when to tune in, to see the, when you guys present, the the lineup's important to me, I like to see the lineup and get my head right for who's playing with who, because that has changed a lot this year, and uh, so I don't have to catch up to that, but it's it's just great coverage, and uh, uh, you know, I've lived different places and been fans of teams over the years, and not all, not all the broadcasts or the coverage are as sharp as you guys, in my opinion, so... Thanks again. I'll move on. Thank you very much. I appreciate
0: it, Dave. I always like asking that, who's your favorite? Because there's so many different... Uh, angles to it. Uh, Some people like Shane, he's so insightful and he's a sharp-dressed guy and he delivers it so well. Dave is fun and irreverent, but also such a professional. Ashley is just uh, all wall-to-wall. So uh, uh, versatile in in her presentation. And uh, and Gary and and Darren, I just like to bug uh, a whole bunch uh, throughout the course of the the, the broadcast. Uh, As for L.A., I'll tell you why they're good in a little bit. But uh, more phone lines, Uh, 702-876-1340. One line is open right now. Let's go back. Michael, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. What's up, guys? This is the first time I've I've beat Mike. I I know. I'm not sure what's going on with Mike today because uh, as far as I know, he's not on hold yet. So I'm somewhat concerned. And uh, somewhat uh, just uh, impressed that he's got something else going on on a Monday because he's never had something <laughs> else going on. So, so, being busy isn't necessarily a bad thing. So, uh, I'm right in the middle on this, but I would like to hear from Mike.
4: Yeah. So, I was going to ask you guys, I know you're going to do your game ratings later, but um, I, sorry for shouted stuff. Yeah, I've been sick. Uh, and then I got hit with the double whammy. My internet went out all what? week, so I couldn't actually watch any of that road trip. Could you break down the, uh, like, what happened?
0: Yeah, uh, game against uh, Vancouver was uh, was a good hockey game. Up to nothing, uh, Vancouver made some noise in the back half of the game, and they had to lean on Jonathan Quick uh, for a splendid uh, late game performance to hold on to it. But uh, all in all, it was a game that I liked because it was against a, a team that's learning how to play structured and it has made big strides uh, under Rick Tockett, and uh, I've enjoyed uh, what they've been able to do. Uh, but Vancouver uh, couldn't match. Vegas in a lot of different scenarios. So uh, you did see the difference between a playoff team and a team that's uh, content. Calgary was a different story in the sense that uh, they're a little bit more muscle uh, against the Calgary Flames. They'll be inter- if they get in, they'll be a challenge for anybody that they play because they're just uh, the the one of these things isn't like the other. That's what the Calgary Flames are. Uh, but Vegas didn't get pushed around at all physically. Uh, they were uh, very much. Uh, uh, Within the the rules, they didn't take a lot of penalties like they did last time. Uh, discipline was was a factor in that, and then in the crazy third period when Logan Thompson got hurt uh, and uh, and uh, Jonathan Quick had to go in, uh, they bent but they they did not break. They found a way to win that game and hold on to that game uh, without uh, having to go to extra time. And then the 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 Edmonton game was simply. Just a great hockey game. The Vegas scores first again, and they they win basically every time that they they score first since the All Star game, uh, right now. Uh, but uh, the the Oilers push back every time. Vegas didn't trail the entire road trip, by the way. Michael did not trail the entire oh, really? road trip. Uh, but uh, it, it goes to go over overtime. Uh, Laurent Brossoit uh, is solid in getting the overtime. There's one that uh, that he would play differently, but uh, they allowed the fewer shots that they the, against any opponent on the road trip was against Edmonton. So it gives you an idea of where they were at the end of the road trip. They had three new players in the lineup. Uh, they 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 picked each other up. And uh, and Nick Waugh, uh, boy, he didn't start the, the road trip, uh, wasn't in the lineup, and the depth personified uh, w- with Nick Waugh. So uh, three different wins. Uh, but uh, but finding a way to win these one-goal games is one of the most impressive factors uh, that that I can say about the Vegas Golden Knights is it is truly finding a way Michael how to win a hockey game
4: which is what I think you have to do in the playoffs anyway
0: You're right move yeah.
4: on. That's why like the, that's why super teams are t- like Tampa's an exception but they usually don't make it that far
0: We, we Tampa, well Tampa's been to the Stanley Cup final the last 3 years
4: Oh, no, I, I meant, like, like uh, dang, you caught
0: me.
2: I know. That's my job. Said, that's I think he job. said super teams generally don't make it that far, but Tampa is an exception. Tampa yeah, is an exception yeah, like, to an, a super team, okay.
4: To me, like, like, look at, like, McDavid, right? He can only carry you so far, at least mm. so far in his right. career. But you need a whole team, and I love the depth we have.
0: Well, like Tampa's got the ability to be a super team. They've got Kucherov, they've got Hedman, they've got Stamkos, they've got Vasilevsky. I, I would put them on the uh, uh, in in that group of a super team. Not to not to just sit here and debate with you, but I would put them in. But they've also got a, a group that uh, that is able to backfill uh, along the way, and they've been doing that for four years, five years now, uh, and broke through, obviously, during the, the course of the Stanley Cup bubble, uh, during COVID, and they've brought in players and that other players go and and have caught a load of the of the vibe down there that that hasn't been the case in Edmonton quite frankly Connor McDavid plays 23 and change the other night I I would have thought he would have played more to be quite honestly based on the track record this year Uh, but you it's going to be really hard to go deep into a Stanley Cup playoff year after year and be competitive when when that guy's playing that much, they got to the third round last year. That was great. That was the longest uh, he's ever been into uh, a spring run. But they got drilled in that third round. I guess it's a good team, but you got players like that. I I would have thought that they would have been able to to push that to uh, a sixth game or so. And it wasn't the case. I, I I don't I don't see them as a team that can get past that un, unless they find a different way to win. And uh, Jack Eichel. Didn't play 20 minutes, or was just over 20 minutes the other night. And, and Conor McDavid's three and a half, more than that. That's, uh, that's a big difference. Uh, I was talking to Jeff Sharples, former National Hockey League defenseman, uh, today about that very fact that Jeff Sharples lives in town, and uh, and he's a big uh, big hockey guy, uh, follows it very closely. And the, the difference between how they handle their benches, Vegas and and Edmonton, is shocking uh, in the sense of how many minutes in distribution. You play a seven-game series, you're playing three or four minutes more uh, than the, the play, best player on the other side. Uh, then you're up to 26 minutes over the course of a seven-game series. That, uh, that's some wear and tear on you. I, I was impressed uh, by Vegas, though, against Edmonton. What, what, was there an underlying part of it that uh, that jumped out at you, that, that you looked at and went, boy, that was the difference? Uh, give us a call, 702-876-1340. i love to hear from you, and we need to hear from Mike as well. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Rob, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Uh, if it would be any better, Chapman will be out in the hall. That's the only way this thing gets any better.
5: (laughs) uh, Just a couple things uh, over the last games. Um, One, isn't it going to be great when Eichel scores 40 to 50 a year? I mean, he's just got that mindset and look. And I noticed that Wah was kind of imitating him in a good way the last few games with puck control, skating around, not making a quick decision, but – surveying everything and it's like his game went to another level since he's been back and to piggyback that what is up with uh oh my gosh i'm going to draw a blank here with kessel he's just like another like he's 20 years younger flying up and down the ice and everything i've noticed that quite a bit lately
0: just the time of the year I, I'll talk to Phil tomorrow uh, about that, and uh, that that's a good uh, reminder to uh, the back of large brain because he has been much more involved over the last, would you say, two and a half, three weeks? Yeah.
5: Yeah, his presence is there. You know, you hear his name more from the guys announcing that he's involved, and just uh, the speed lately just seems to be like he's got a, a, a new gear. Well,
0: Going to the net. Uh, I, I would also throw in defensively. Like he's involved yeah. in the back check. He's breaking up plays. Uh, I liked his all-around game. Uh, the way that he's just more active uh, involved in the play. And you're right. Uh, there's been jump in there as well uh, with some with some speed and uh, those those two quick strides. Love. It. Great to see you. They're kind of meshing and gelling at the right time. You're right about that. Uh, the amazing part is this uh, race that they've got going with both Edmonton, who they put one point between them, extra point between them uh, the other night, but the LA Kings uh, who have now gone 12 straight games with a point uh, won't give anything back. and It's a two-point separation between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, just getting a note from Chris Chapman, uh, this is big news. Uh, as we go back to the phone lines, uh, let's bring in I'm told Mike on line two. Mike, well, what's up, bro? It's not
6: big news. What do you need from me well, today? <laughs> people are a
0: little bit worried, and I would put myself in that camp. When I get the first three callers uh, on that list and you're not one of them, I know. I'm a little had, bit concerned. Well, I had COVID
6: when the kid team was on the road, so okay. I'm just recuperating, and I'm back to fettle, fine fettle, thank you, Okay, but... uh one of the calls I made to the post game Ryan was while I had the paramedics surrounding me, and what? I said, "Guys, you got to get out of the room because I have to call the post game show."
0: Is that a serious and, statement? Oh, I
6: absolutely serious, dead serious. Almost shouldn't say the word dead. No, no, but no, serious. no, please
0: don't. Yes. Yeah, uh, what, So were, were you in the hospital? Paint me a picture here. What was going on? I, in, I in never house? went to the hospital, but I had the paramedics
6: come to the house, and they're working on me. And the game is is ending, and Ryan's you know doing his thing. Yeah. And and I'm going, I am going guys, I have an obligation here. This is not this is not funny. And so they left the room and I called the show.
0: Why'd they have to leave the room? Why couldn't they just like stand there and listen to you talk? They were actually kind of P.O.'d because they, oh. they were they
6: never were told to do that before, so they just
0: left. Wow, that's <laughs> a story. You, you know that made it back to the uh the old department, didn't it? For sure. Yeah, oh yeah.
6: Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was a crazy time. But today, how you, today, I, how you I was at practice, okay, and saw the kids in, in their effort. You know, here's the thing. Uh, because Ben Goetz wrote an article today that changed my whole thinking on this phone call, and he he wrote an article in which I it made me realize I, I don't care if we ever had Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl or Drew Doughty or any of the veterans that are out there, Nassim Cadre. We don't have the six best defensemen in the West. We don't have the six best frontliners in the West. What we do have is the C word, chemistry. This team has more chemistry than all the other teams combined right now. That's what I think.
0: I think what you're trying to say is the chemistry is very familiar to what we saw and heard about in year one. Uh huh. I think it's, it's, it's back to that level. Uh, of camaraderie with this group and and depth, chemistry and depth are are very similar in in how they they present itself. Uh, this team is extremely deep. Uh, that year number one team, you could get a goal from anybody at any time. Uh, a performance uh, from from that uh, group of of twenty three players uh, or, or more that uh, that suited up that uh, year. Uh, one thing I will take uh, issue with is defense. Mm-hmm. I think this is the best blue line core. In the National Hockey League, the starting six, I think it's the best collection of defense uh, in in the entire NHL. Are there better individual players? Yes. Are the New York Rangers dynamic with their blue line and physical with Jacob Truba? Absolutely. The Carolina Hurricanes are really good uh, on on their blue line. Uh, But uh, Kale McCarr, Josh Morrissey, uh, go on down, down the list. But as far as the six defensemen coupled together... I think they're the best uh, compilation of of top six in the NHL.
6: I've said that till I'm blue in the face. It's the group.
0: That Please stop using good. those analogies, Mike. I mean, yeah, those are those are uh, you're
6: singing my song. You really are because people like McCarr. You know that he'd find a place on this team. I don't care where it would be, but uh, and who he would replace. But he'd replace somebody. Uh, the point is the six together. I don't want to change them out. I don't want I don't want any puzzle pieces moved out of there. And now we've got Martinez ready to go again. Thank heaven for that. And uh, it's just wonderful. Now, here's here's the question that will test the chemistry. So respond to this, if you would. We go to the postseason, and it's April 17. And Coach Cassidy determines that the two top goalies are Logan Thompson and Jonathan Quick, which we kind of thought was going to be the case. Let's say that ends up happening. What if we have to play the Kings in round two? Would he switch quick to the starting goalie?
0: Based on facing the Kings and having a Kings legend on your roster? Yes. Only on that. No. No. So he wouldn't? No. 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 If he's committed to a starter, whether it be Laurent Bressois, who's healthy and played great the other night, or Logan Thompson, who has to get back into the lineup and, and show that, uh, that he's healthy. Now, some good news coming out of that. Uh, you'll hear from Bruce Cassidy in just a little bit, or more positive news than uh, we thought or anticipated uh, coming out. of I don't want to paint a picture that uh, Logan Thompson's going to be back practicing and backing up tomorrow night, but uh, but there is uh, something there that uh, that leads me to believe that, uh, that all may not be lost uh, on that factor. If you've got... Lauren Brassois or Logan Thompson, who won you the first round series and, and they're the starter and you're coming up against the LA Kings in the second round. Would they automatically switch to Jonathan quick? Because it's a legend against his former team. And he's got a chip on his shoulder and he'd be motivated to play them. I don't think that would happen. Uh, I I just, I don't see that now on, on, on April 6th, right. Uh, That's the game against the LA Kings, uh, in the, in the regular season, uh, do I think Jonathan Quick will play that game? Absolutely. I, I think unless unless he didn't want to for some reason, I think he plays that game. Uh, and and it might be I, I've heard of guys not wanting to go in that situation. I don't think that that Jonathan Quick would be that guy. I think he'd I think he'd have a blast doing it. Quite honestly, I think I don't think it'd be a malicious. Thing, uh, like it is with a, with a lot of uh, uh, professional athletes when they go against their former team, I think you just have a ball playing Drew Dowdy and, and playing Andy Kopitar. I think it'd, it'd be fun for him uh, to go out there and and do that uh, for 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 the first time ever. Uh, I can see him playing that game absolutely, but switching just because you got quick against LA in a second round. I don't. Uh, I don't foresee that. Uh, I wouldn't even bother bringing that up to Bruce because I. I think it would be a non-factor.
6: No, you, you, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. I, you know that Flower is fired up on Saturday to come in and mm-hmm. try to beat this team. We'll see how he does, and that's. hold, 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 he's hold, at hold, hold on. You think he's going to play? Well, he or Augustus, and you're right. One of the two. Because the but- other
0: guy, the other guy's been outstanding. And the other guy, if the if the playoff started today, one there'd be an investigation because you wouldn't have finished the regular season, and that's not allowed. But number two, Phil Gustafson would be their starter. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, it's I don't the kind of know. Like a, I is don't it know. like the
6: Murray Flower deal in 2017? Is it anything like that?
0: It's yeah, a lot, a lot like it. You you could definitely uh, uh, compare it. It, it. It's it's sensational the amount of drama that has. Followed him around. It's it's and he's been on both sides of it, right? Like he, he lost a job in Pittsburgh, came in here, it was great, lost his job here, got it back here, uh, went to uh, Minnesota, took somebody's job there uh, in a similar vein of what happened <laughs> here. And by the way, the agent wasn't as vocal about that, was he? <laughs> hmm. No, funny. I didn't funny. Hear there was no tweets. There was no tweets about that. Uh, nope. as, as there was pictures uh, uh, circling around the Internet. wonder why that was. Uh, and, and now now he, he's battling. So it, and, and, uh, I, love, I love the guy, but uh, it's just uh, the up and downs of, of professional hockey has certainly uh, been uh, circulating with Marc-Andre Fleury. But I don't think he automatically plays here on, on Saturday night. Well,
6: he'll play the first or the third, one of those two games,
0: I'm fairly certain, aren't you? I don't know, man. Okay. Dean, Dean Evison's all in here to win. Yeah, now they they uh, they've got a relationship the general manager and and Mark Andre. They've got a relationship. And they made some obviously some commitments to to Mark last year in the playoffs when they acquired him that they were going to play him in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. that and that followed through. And uh, that, that wasn't why they won or lost. Uh, I'm not saying that, but there was there was some uh I think some promises made there that, that he would start. I, I think those those promises have outlasted uh, the, the 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 questions. I, I think right now, Dean is looking at trying to win the division. And if Philip Gustafson gives him the best chance to win the division, he's going to go with Philip Gustafson. De- I know Dean. And he's as intense as any coach in the National Hockey League and wants to win as much as Bruce Cassidy wants to win. They are cut from a very similar cloth in that, in the fire like not a lot of big poker faces in there. You're not going to win a lot of money with those guys. Uh, or you will win money. They won't. Uh, because they wear their emotions on their sleeves. I I don't think that there's any guarantee uh, that, uh, that Marc-Andre plays. We'll see what happens. Uh, thank you to Mike. And Mike, thank you for the call. That soothes my soul right there, just hearing from Mike. And I can't believe he kicked the paramedics out of the room. That I mean, I love my hockey. But that might be just going a touch too far. But if you're a fan, you're all in. A uh, final call of the show. Uh the first half hour. Uh, let's go to Frank in line 1. Frank, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. You ever kick paramedics out so you can make a call to the post game show?
7: <laughs> no. No, I've never done that. Uh I but I'm I'm glad to hear that uh, then hopefully he's going to be all right. But I got to I got to ask you something, Darren. I, I'm hearing that uh, you are a goaltender, correct?
0: I played the position a time oh, or two.
7: I was just wondering. I don't know if I missed it on the show. Have you ever scored an empty
0: net goal? Nope. No, I'm Never. not even. I'll be honest with you, Frank. <laughs> I I can get the puck to the other end. <laughs> I couldn't lift. I can't lift it over people. Like I don't have one of those lob pucks and it's really hard uh, cuz i cuz my puck would be on the ice a lot i've got a factor in the spin uh and, and the curl rate into it but uh but i give these guys all the credit in the world the uh, the way they can like olmark his puck landed at the hash marks at the far end right that was incredible what he was uh, what he was able to do uh with with, with his lob job
7: <clears throat> yeah back in the day when goaltenders hardly really ever did this I was actually watching uh, when Hexall did that, and I was so excited. For Which him. time? That just, that
0: the just... playoffs or the regular season? I'm sorry. With the The regular season one or the playoffs? Because he scored against the Capitals yeah. in the Stanley Cup playoffs.
7: Right. Yeah. I, I was I was I was talking about the regular season wow. that was the, the first one, and that was just amazing. Yeah. And that was incredible. Okay. Um. So I guess my question is um do they do they expand the roster in the
0: playoffs? Yeah. There's There's no roster limit in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So, so, so uh, if you. I'll just, I'll just tell you right now. In, in, after the trade deadline, no roster limit, but you have to fit everybody on the salary cap. That's for my boss, Nate Ewell, uh, who's always watching my back on, on the VGK Insider Show. He's our number one listener, but has never called. So we're a little bit upset with that, but he's always listening uh, over at the uh, communications and content department uh, PR uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. So no limit on roster uh, size after the uh, the trade deadline, but you have to fit everybody under that year's salary cap in the Stanley Cup playoffs. No salary cap, so you can you can have as much money on your roster. Uh, on an AAV average annual uh, value uh, standpoint, and it doesn't matter. That's why uh, you see that a couple of years ago, Kucherov came back uh, right after the static uh, the regular season. There was so much outrage uh, because uh, he they wouldn't have been able to fit him in earlier. Uh, uh, but uh, but the idea that you would play without a Kucherov during the regular season is goofy. If you if you if you had that choice, so uh, I think people are just a little bit uh, misguided. Uh, they get a little fandom uh, in, involved in them, but uh, but y- in the Stanley Cup playoffs, you'll have basically a, almost a, like a separate team, Frank, following uh, the Vegas Golden Knights around uh, of spare players uh, that that are ready to go in.
7: Yeah, so that that was my question. I was wondering if. If you had to pick from the Silver Knights that would be traveling with the team that would be on that particular roster you're talking about for the Stanley Cup, what players um, would you think that would uh, be helpful for us coming out, out of the Silver Knights?
0: Well, I, I think you've seen a, a lot of the familiar faces throughout this year because there's been so many uh, so many injuries and times uh, where you've had to to backfill uh, various uh positioning uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights, Frank. But uh, if you're looking at different names, uh, I'll give you one right off the bat, uh, or two. uh, Brisson, uh, I can't wait to see him at the National Hockey League level. I'm glad that he wasn't one of the guys called up this year. I'm actually very... Uh, uh, excited about the fact that he's had an entire season, in his first pro season in the American Hockey League. But if you wanted a one-timer and you're, you had a guy go down in the playoffs and you wanted to get some jump and put him in, uh, I would like uh, to, to see that. And Lucas Cormier, a defenseman uh, with the with the Silver Knights, has had a fantastic rookie pro season uh, with the Henderson Silver Knights. Haven't seen him up. Uh, we, Mirmanov would be the guy that would come up on the blue line. uh, And, and he could, he could go in seamlessly, but Cormier is, uh, is a a guy that's, uh, that doesn't wow you with size, but he can skate. And he's uh, almost like a Rover out there at at times. I think they're putting more structure in his game. I know that. Uh, Manny and, uh, and Jamie Heward and uh, the coaching staff uh, with the, with the Henderson Silver Knights have done a lot of uh, great jobs uh, there. But uh, I'm excited to see those two players at the national hockey league level. But Mirmanov on the back end, uh, would, would would be the guy that would uh, that would immediately jump in uh, if you if you needed somebody from, from that side of it with, with Ben Hutton uh, they, they, their blue line is really deep. Well, uh, with that
7: being said, uh, we're off and running, boys. The playoffs are right around the corner, and I know everyone's gearing up to stay healthy and and make a real good push. Uh, I just wish and I just hope the best for all the Golden Knights for everyone that you, whatever you guys are doing, uh, you know. And uh, I think um, I think we stay healthy. I think we're going to we're going to be a dynamic team and they they're proving that since all-star break and and uh I'd love to see them go far at at this time this, this year at now right now.
0: It's unbelievable what uh, has happened since the all-star break and go to the last 10. Like Vegas and Los Angeles in the last 20 games if you put their their 10 games together are 16 two and two. 16 2 and 2 both with eight wins. That's why you can't shake those guys. And and L.A., they're going on a road trip right now. Could be a season-defining road trip for, uh, as far as the chase for the for the Pacific Division. They're saying the same thing. And I, I give them a lot of credit just like I give Vegas because they're winning and they can't gain any ground. That's got to be frustrating as well. Uh, a lot to get to today. A one-timers news notes from around the National Hockey League. We'll update you on the Michael Lee Minden Jewelers. In the fashion show mall hockey parlay contest, how do we do this past weekend? Will we have another hundred dollars to the pot or did we give away the cash? And Darren Elliott and Bruce Cassidy all coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Chris Chapman behind the board.
0: Working things. The VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace on assignment today. Darren Millard in here with you. We've got Darren Elliott in just a little bit. Uh, He'll talk about what is going on in the goaltending front and uh, across the board with the Vegas Golden Knights TV analyst uh, over on ATT Sportsnet, as well as we'll be calling the game on the radio with Dan Duva Thursday in San Jose. So a man of many talents there, an Olympian as well. And I've got uh, just a couple of things to pick his brain about. One, that idea that Vegas started four different goalies in four games and won all four. Never before happened. Never happened before. Pick your favorite on the language there. But NHL history off that uh, that road trip. Uh, talked to Bruce Cassidy about that today. Also uh, ran it by Lauren So I'm not sure that, uh, this is his words, uh, paraphrasing, not sure that's a good thing. <laughs> That you're starting four goalies, four games, and winning all four. In the sense of, uh, you you got a rotating cast uh, going there, but they they found a way to win. Bruce Cassidy had some really interesting comments regarding why Vegas has been so at ease with the five different goaltenders since the All Star break, and this team has been so successful breaking it down, and the advantages, how they've used it as, as a positive with this team. Uh, so stick around with that in our number two. Uh, also, uh, on this, this whole Final Four thing, what's, what's your your answer to the NCAA's Final Four in basketball, which has three teams that have never been there before, and then UConn? You've got Miami, which is a, a big name, but never been there before.
2: Yeah, big big football school.
0: I was, I was trying to come up with this, and I looked at it and and thought, I gave myself the the 10 teams in the East, top 10 teams in the East, top 10 teams in the West. And I was trying to give it the same feel as like a San Diego State, or who's the Florida Atlanta uh, in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference, who's the Yukon uh, that 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 gets into it. And the the one that I that I came up with was. Buffalo uh, against uh, Tampa Bay. You got UConn is Tampa Bay, that that equivalent. You expect them to get there and be around. But Buffalo has never won the Stanley Cup before. Never. Been to a final, lost on a mm, somewhat controversial goal. And then in the West, I had Minnesota against Nashville. Two teams never won before. Nashville, been to a final, didn't win. Minnesota, that version, the Minnesota North Stars got to a final.
2: I remember them getting smoked.
0: Wow. They played Mario. I mean, mean, they still got smoked. Dude, they made a statue out of that (laughs) series. Do you know the goal I'm talking about? Where Mario went through everybody and then slid it behind John Casey? (laughs) <laughs> split, the, split the two defensemen. Neil Wilkinson was one of the defensemen, uh, Winnipeg guy. So that's why it sticks in my brain. One of the greatest goals in the next commercial break. You're going to Google it okay. and you're going to look it up. It's and, and you'll you've seen it before. You just don't remember it. But okay. I guarantee you've seen it several times. They have a statue out front of whatever they name that rink now. PPG paints. Yeah, PPG uh, or, paints. Know, and and they've got a statue of that that series. So don't blame Minnesota. <laughs>
2: The, the North I'm not, Stars. I'm for, not blaming for. the North Stars. I'm just saying that they got lit up. And the other time they got to
0: a final, faced the New York Islanders during their run oh. of four straight. So they, oh. they they didn't really have a chance in either one. Yeah. But but that's my final four. Minnesota Wild. Good game. Good, or good team. Good franchise. I'm not sure how many people really follow them outside of their geographic area. Uh, Buffalo, longtime team, but has been kicked more than they've been mm. put on
2: the shoulders, right? Yeah.
0: Like like by by fan bases. Everybody loves to pick on Buffalo.
2: I feel sorry for them.
0: And Nashville's got some notoriety, but not like not really for hockey. It's fun. It's great, and it's I love the franchise, but it's still not an accepted like Vegas. Still has as in in six years has a better hockey vibe.
2: Yeah, well you've and, got and both entertainment
0: both entertainment places, but Vegas has still got a b- bigger hockey vibe to it. Well Nashville than does. Nashville.
2: The 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 thing with Vegas and Nashville when you compare the two, Vegas has superstar players like Jack Eichel, Mark Stone. Nashville, I mean Roman Yossi is really good, but like Who's the who's the best player to ever play for the Nashville Predators? Oh god. That is the problem right there.
0: Right there. <laughs> and no, and before you text or tweet or write the station manager, and Joe has no time for you right now. Who's our station manager?
2: Uh Doug. Doug. Oh, station manager? Natalie. Yeah, Natalie. Yeah.
0: Natalie has no time for you right now. And plus I'm just making that up. Uh, <laughs> don't 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 I'm not talking about God here. When you said oh God, and that's the problem right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I meant you can't you, you, you can't off the top of your it's head. Tough to think of one. Even even go. Who's the best player in franchise? Maybe, maybe Pekarini. You you weren't even, you weren't even telling me a name, and you were wrong. Yeah, you just couldn't think of one. Yeah, that's that's part of the problem. Yeah, with, I mean, with, with I, 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 I I don't know.
2: I have to think. I have to really really go deep into the vault to think of who it would be. I'm
0: gonna play a game with you later on. Okay. Oh boy. Along this line, so. You can get a head start if you want. Okay, but I'm not going to tell you the exact rules. Okay. For the
2: game. Uh, right yeah, now. you like to make them up as we go along.
0: I love making up games. Yes, and then Wallace gets all he gets mad. so frustrated. He gets so mad. Me, me I I'm just like, I'm, I made up the game seven seconds ago.
2: I, like, I I I kind of picture Ryan being being a little angry. He'll flip the board when he's playing Candyland for with sure. the kids. You Othello, know? I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't uh, even know how to play Othello. Really, it's a good game we got to take a break. When we come back, Mike Lee Minden Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall Hockey Parlay Contest, a uh, big one this weekend. Went right down the wire. We'll tell you whether it was a winner or loser on Fox Sports Las Vegas. <laughs>
1: This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
0: Mo's a winner this week on the Michael E. Minden Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall Hockey Parlay Contest. Not momentum. Mo, M-O-E, picked all three games. He didn't even have to sweat, did he, Chapman? He was pretty easy. Well, there was,
2: he, he had Boston yesterday and Carolina took it to overtime, but... Uh... He certainly didn't sweat on Saturday because he had the Flyers against the Red Wings, and they they demolished the Red Wings. And then he took the Kings against the Jets, and
0: that Two easy wasn't ones. that
2: wasn't much of a game. Yeah, here we were thinking they were going to be tough, and he uh, he proved us wrong.
0: Hundred dollars going to Mo because we had to reset. After the big winner uh, earlier. And uh, this week, uh, we go back to $100. We'll play it on Friday. We'll give you three games. Uh, you pick the winners. Uh, you take home the cash. The Michael E. Minden Jewelers and the Fashion Show Mall Hockey Parlay Contest on the VGK Insider Show. We're trying to give you cash. All you got to do is stand by your phone and get ready to play. Friday, right about this time. Voters up. We'll give you the games. You give us the answers. Uh, that whole Nashville Predator conversation. Uh, Roman Yossi. Kimo Tiemann is the name from the past. No, oh, whether he's the best player ever. Shea Weber. I think maybe. Probably K. in that regard. Like, P.K. Subban.
2: Probably the most rec- One of the most recognized. Yeah. Well, maybe not probably. David but-
0: Leggwon. Played a ton of games. Philip Forsberg in the mustache.
2: I love that stash.
0: Couple, of Peter Forsberg and Paul Correa. cup of coffee there. A cup of coffee. Uh, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show is coming up. Uh, we'll get into Bruce Cassidy and Darren Elliott will join us on Fox Sports Las Vegas.